0: Chugga chugga chugga, chugga, chugga chugga chugga
1: toot, toot. All aboard the Gammerhead Radio Dick Train Express the Boneyville! Gammerhead Radio starts now! Chugga, 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 chugga,
0: chugga, chugga. toot
1: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 189 of Gamerhead Radio.
0: I am Charlie Technotronicorn Worthley. Candy Mountain, Charlie. I am Jonathan Santiago, aka Fallon Flint. We're for villains. Come on.
1: And uh, up until about 90 seconds ago, <laughs> Goat was planning on coming, but uh, as as one can imagine, life on the life on the tour road. Can be a bit uh, chaotic and unpredictable and he had to pull out of tonight's recording
0: literally at the last second. Yeah, like, like so, moments um, before we went live. So there will be a gaping hole in our hearts where the goat used to be. Wait. And that sounds like maybe there was a tiny goat living inside of us. and uh, I can't, But really, I, uh, John, isn't well there a tiny goat me? living inside of all of us? Yes. Absolutely there is. That's what I was getting to, Charlie. <laughs> You're absolutely right i'm oh, sorry did i steal your thunder there i didn't mean no to. no it's fantastic it's true that's what people on this show don't realize goat is really only like you know two feet tall um
1: and then um I, I hope he's much smaller than that if he's living inside of us but okay
0: oh good god oh, god. oh, jesus. oh jesus yeah let you put it like that yes um yeah. So so, so John, okay. you you've had kind of an exciting week. I did have a very exciting week. Uh I had mentioned last week at the end of last week's episode that uh you know, I was kind of at very short notice going to be going in for an interview for a day job. Um you know, as I mentioned, I have a day job. A lot of people who watch the show or fans of the bands I always seem to be really fucking stunned when when Nick or myself talk about having a day job. They're like, what do you need a day job for? Because uh, being in a rock and roll band, even if some repute uh, does not mean that you have a shitload of money. Actually, here's a, a friendly word of advice from uh, Entertainer John. Most of the people that you know in the world of entertainment that you think have lots of money are lying to you so that you will keep buying their wares. Most of them are very poor. Um, that's one of the you know smoke and mirror tricks of the trade. Um, and the ones that do have money, have money, just not as much as you think they do. If you If you realize that they were as poor as you, you probably wouldn't support them, but most of them are. Um, So, yeah, I I managed to get a day job that is fucking like three times better than the one that I have now um, with a lot of flexibility to it. So I'm very happy. I also bought a new car. Um, Anybody who knows me personally knows that I was driving a flaming piece of shit um, that Charlie and Goat witnessed on more than one occasion, you know, just clunk down the street, you know, on the verge of death. And I managed to uh, buy a, an actual, like a, a real car with low mileage and shit on it, and, you know, uh, that will last me for a long time. So, it was a, yeah, it was a good week for me and my family because there's some forward-moving momentum progress towards probably buying a house at some point, you know, in the not-too-distant future. So, good stuff, man, for sure. It was a good week. What about you, Charlie? I'm going to go ahead and assume that you have been just stampeded by a herd of wild ponies um yeah
1: basically that so um the uh, uh yeah so Ponyville Cider Fest uh 2016 is in less it's kicking off in less than two weeks now and um you know, last, last week we were talking about crunch time in the video gaming world this has been my crunch time in the con prep world and so um I have been um up until 4 a.m the last two nights Friday and Saturday night just working on stuff um the same thing that john before the show um we basically made like a, a goal like a promise goal thing to myself and to michelle and to my staff like like you know reciprocally that this would not be the same situation that always seems to end up happening where everything would just come down to the last minute and and, uh, you know, and and cause all these late nights like, you know, right up to like, you know, to the point where it's like we we either we either don't sleep tonight or we don't have a con book kind of a situation. Mm-hmm. Well, the, um, the, the 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 bad news <laughs> is that everything is coming down to the last minute. But the uh, the good news is that it's coming down to the last minute to our 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 safe good deadlines so it's uh what usually happens is that we completely miss our deadlines and then like i say, we get to the point where it's like risk of not having a book or attendee shirts or something like that just because of Mm. well life and you know we're not paid to do this stuff and so it kind of takes a (laughs) backseat to you know other priorities usually um um but uh um very least this time we managed to get things to the point of where um you know, we're we're having these late nights, but they're there to hit our good, safe, comfortable deadlines. And so, um, so yeah, hopefully, hopefully the majority of the stuff will be done tonight. We'll probably do some proofreading on the condo over the next day or two before we send it to the printers, but that's in a comfortable amount of time because they're local. Um, and, um, yeah, so that, 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 that's, that's very good news is that, you know, I'm okay with, with, you know, with losing sleep and getting stressed out now because, like I've mentioned, you know, I'll have some time to kind of recover over the next couple of weeks, but, um, do that now then then next week you know the week before con and then i get to the con, and i'm already exhausted so
0: yeah yeah what you're gonna see next week between now and next week by the time charlie shows up um you know for next week's airing what you're gonna see is a man that's aged about 30 years in a week it happens every time every single time that beard gets like a foot longer every week just before the con
1: you know madness it's uh it, it's true and and grayer too this this uh oh, wrong side this all was not here uh two, th- three or four weeks ago that's, nope, uh, this nope, is all brand that's new that's completely
0: <laughs> man. I've, I've known you i've known you for a minute now and i don't i don't recall seeing any of that nonsense
1: <laughs> uh that's a lie but okay <laughs> <laughs> uh true. anywho but uh but yeah no um i mean th- things are good things are you know they're they're moving along and uh, i'm just you know excitement and hype is building for um Oh, so, yeah. Um, Excellent. But, uh, but, uh, but, yeah. Um, Cider Fest. And right that's on. all I have to say about so, that as I stall and get the releases up.
0: We're, we're going to be doing what, what we refer to as, uh, or what we just, I mean, earlier today, we talked about the format of how we were going to do tonight's show. Um, we're going to do for you guys a little bit of a different thing. We're going to call this an express show. Like a uh, maybe a, a short show, a little bit different than we normally do. Um, just because what we wanted to do this week for a feature in our mailbag is something that we need more time with in order to flesh it out and turn it into something that is a meaty feature for you guys and something that is thorough for you guys. So rather than get on here and just throw something together that's half baked, we wanted to take a little bit of time with it. Um, it you know, I'm not going to say for sure it'll come next week. Um, but in the next week or two, we're going to be talking to you guys about the you know, PlayStation VR and kind of the current state of VR now that it's been out for almost a year as a commercial product. But on the heels of the PlayStation VR, we're going to be testing it out and playing some games for it and um, you know, bringing that information to you guys to give you our opinions on that since we're big fans of VR on the show. But no, no half-baked feature for you guys today. Instead, we're just going to give you guys a little bit of a short show in lieu of what we had prepared just because – we just don't
1: yep. want it to be shoddy. Yeah. It, it's basically going to be the first half of the show that you're used to. You know, we'll, we'll go through releases. We'll go through what we've been playing. My list will be short. And um, then we'll do the news <laughs> as, as, as usual. And then, um, you know, the, we're just not going to do a feature this week. And then in, in lieu of a mailbag we have a bonus uh review of the Pokemon Go Plus from one of our listeners uh Darcy and um so we're we're going to share that with you guys cuz um it, uh, i none of us have uh have i believe have gotten a chance to play around with one yet as much as i've been trying to find one to no avail so um um so yeah this will probably be about half the length of usual but you know i kind of need the time anyways i'm going right back to work as
0: soon as i'm done here so yeah Charlie, video games have got to be coming out this week like they do every week. As
1: they do. So, Sunday, today, October 16th, Skylanders Imaginators is coming out on the Xbox One. Well, it is out on the Xbox One, the PS4, the Xbox 360, the PS3, and the Wii U. Uh, tomorrow, Monday, October 17th, Franchise Hockey Manager 3 is coming out for PC. On Tuesday, October 18th, Crazy Machines 3 is coming out for the PC. Uh, Eagle Flight is coming out for the Oculus Rift. Uh, Mordheim, City of the Damns, coming out on the Xbox One and the PS4. Uh, Exist Archive, The Other Side of the Sky, is coming out on the PS4 and the Vita. Soon, VS—I uh, don't know if that's VS or Versus—but um, uh, Sega Hard Girls. All right, coming that out on the Vita. Filthy. Uh, well, mostly, I, I don't know. The fact that <laughs> it has Sega in it really is making me wonder what what this is all about um can't imagine honestly it's from uh, it's from idea factory um I like the Sega logo um uh, uh, characters just pulling up the list of characters um i don't recognize any of these people they're like all like oh she's a dreamcast this character is a Dreamcast. Hang on a second. I'm going to attempt a screen Because
0: what, what I'm picturing in my mind's eye is not. I picture a woman wearing like a zero suit type thing, like Sam is, but, but it being like a Dreamcast skin. And I have a feeling I'm probably ass wrong about that. You, well, you know, John, you're not actually that wrong. That <laughs> fucking hat, though, man. <laughs> that fucking hat. I want that hat. So, for the
1: audio listeners, mm. it's a pink-haired, your typical like anime fighter girl, but but she's in like an orange and white uh, Dreamcast color scheme outfit. Her see? knee pads are her knee pads are VMUs, like modified VMUs. Um, but her hat is like a Dreamcast controller. If you had taken like the sides of it and like split it out <laughs> into like horns, it's super. It's it's very interesting. So who so else got Dreamcast we can?
0: horns? She'll see yeah. So
1: we've got. If, I don't know what she's from, uh, Hatsumi Sega. Uh, uh, there's a Dreamcast girl. She's, the character is literally called Dreamcast. Uh, Sega Saturn is um, okay. All right. That's okay. Based on the consoles, obviously.
0: Uh, Mega Drive is one of the characters. <laughs> Dude, that <is laughs> That's amazing. awesome. Hold on. So what the That's fuck kind is this? of this awesome. Is this a fighting game? What kind of game is this? I'm, I'm, it's, it
1: appears it certainly looks like a fighting game to me. Um, it's Oh no, it's an RPG. It's an RPG. I
0: to be honest. This here, is I kind of want to play this.
1: Yeah, this is kind of. Hang on, I gotta get back into the characters list here. Um, audio listeners, you gotta go, you guys gotta go check this out. Uh, game game Gear, Gear. Oh, she's
0: adorable, dude. I want this really bad. That's
1: so cool. Uh, Neptune. Okay. Um, in the Sega land, but okay nep gear it's just a basically it's like a sailor school girl <laughs>
0: look look at the quote on her name uh, I'm sorry I know that my personality isn't very strong <laughs> must be a, must be some sort of an inside joke to a piece of shit hardware that didn't do well
1: and Uzumi?
0: Oh, Azumi, I, don't um, I don't know I think, then, oh, I think that, that, that she's supposed yeah. to be one of the, uh, the, um, the VMUs I think she's supposed to be an actual VMU oh okay yeah
1: Got a gallery here, and I mean, okay. So it it's, it very much looks like a. You know what this looks like? This looks like um, like kind of like fantasy of star. Fantasy
0: star, yeah. There, he's. yeah. <laughs> we both went to the same place.
1: Which that was a Sega property too, wasn't it? Or my imagination? It was.
0: It? We haven't heard anything about this. I wonder why not. This is a really bizarre. Like this is a so weird. It might work idea.
1: Yeah. Huh. Okay. I, I'm gonna have to kind of look know. into this so yeah i'm glad i looked that up wow that's 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 just wacky um and that's coming out when charlie uh it, it, this tuesday october 18th um once again um uh uh where in the world did it go here uh, oh super dimension neptune uh v- that's vs or versus but okay uh oh. sega hard girls oh it's a vita title dang it
0: oh uh, uh, what the fuck
1: Well, I guess, I okay. All right, anyways, back to the list. Um, Let's see, Rock Band Rivals is coming out for the Xbox One and PS4. Uh, Batman Return to Arkham is coming out on the Xbox One and the PS4, the remastered collection of the Arkham games. If you haven't played them, this is a fantastic opportunity to uh, fix that error. I
0: really want to Um, play these again. I'm in Arkham mode, man.
1: uh, Let's see, The Bug Butcher on PS4. Uh, Hopiko on PS4. The Jackbox Party Pack 3 on Xbox One and PS4. Uh, Sports Bar VR coming out on the PSVR. And Duke Nukem 3D 20th Anniversary World Tour on the Xbox One and PS4 for some reason. Uh, Tuesday, October 20th, Battalion Commanders coming out on the Vita. Pixel Gears coming out on the PSVR. The Keeper of Four Elements coming out on the Vita. Leviathan's Expansion coming out on the PC. And Friday, October 21st, Battlefield 1. Is coming out on the Xbox One, the PS4, and the PC. Uh, Civilization 4 is coming out on the PC. Lego Harry Potter collections. Uh, so the the um, if you're not familiar, they they the previous Lego Harry Potter games came out in two volumes. It was like year one through four, and then five through seven, I think it was, were the two editions of that. So apparently they're putting it all together on the PS4, and then WRC Six is coming out on the PS One, PS4, and the PC. Looking into the future, on uh, Tuesday, October 25th, Batman The Telltale Series, Episode 3, New World Orders, coming Is out of the world, on the uh, 25th?
0: Good. On the Xbox One, the PS4, one. and the
1: PC. Yeah, they're making good time with this. Um, I'm glad to see that, um, you know, like, with, with some of the Telltale games in the past, if you guys haven't played them, the you know, typically they don't really tell you like you find out when the episode is coming out by them saying like, Oh yeah, by the way, it'll be out next week. They'll just kind of throw that up on their Facebook and their Twitter or whatever. And the breaks between episodes, I feel like have been longer with other titles than they have been with Batman here with the third one now coming out already in October 25th. So um, one a month I think is, is great pace for them it's about what they've been doing. So that that's excellent. Uh, Corpus parties coming out on the 3ds monster jam crush it on the Xbox one uh, dragon ball Xenoverse, Two on the Xbox One and the PS4. Farming Simulator 17 on the Xbox One, the PS4, and PC. (laughs) Dark Side. You know there are people who are nuts about that game. Like it's a farming simulator and and I I don't know if it's like trucking simulator, like the semi truck truck.
0: simulator, Euro Euro Truck Simulator. That's what it is. There's just and yeah, it's interesting. I don't know, man. Different strokes. Um, the truth. Uh,
1: Darksiders Warmaster uh, War Edition on the Xbox One, Exiles End on the PS4 and the Vita, Just Dance 2017. My god, that series is still happening on the Xbox One, the Xbox 360, the PS4, the PS3, the Wii U, the Wii U, the Wii, and the Wii U and the PC. Wow, the Wii is getting a release. Okay, cool. Um, uh, King's Quest Chapter 5, The Good Knight, uh, K-N-I-G-H-T, mm-hmm. on the Xbox One, the Xbox 360, the PS4, the PS3, and the PC. World of Final Fantasies coming on the PS4 and the Vita. Ari, Night Alone on the PC and the Vita and Dark Souls 3 Ashes of I think is how you say that on the uh, DLC for Dark Souls 3 obviously on um, the Xbox One the PS4 and the PC Wednesday October 26th clockwork empires is coming out on the PC Thursday October 27th Alice VR is going to be on the PC the uh for the Vive and the Rift um, Through the Woods coming out on PC. Weeping Doll is coming out on the PSVR. And Friday, October 28th, Carnival Games VR that's coming out on the Vibe and the PSVR. uh Dragon Ball Xenoverse 2 is coming out on the PC. Titanfall 2 is getting its release on Xbox One, PS4, and the PC. Please don't suck please, don't suck. please don't
0: suck. Please don't suck.
1: John does not want that game to suck, in case that was not clear. I unclear.
0: really don't want that game to suck. I, I have suspicions, though. <laughs>
1: Uh, uh, the Elder Scrolls uh, Skyrim Special Edition, the remastered version of that, is coming out on Xbox One, PS4, and PC. And uh, yeah, it's uh, we are actually in video game release season here, folks. In case you uh, were not sure, um, well, uh, just to clarify, we are.
0: Yeah. yeah, in the thick of it for sure, man.
1: Yeah. John, what are you looking forward to here?
0: Um definitely Telltale Batman, definitely the Arkham Remasters, and now that fucking, you know, dream our Sega Girls game sounds cool as shit, man. Um there were a couple other things in there that that have my interest, but we're we're now winding up into holiday into the holiday, the game season where shit's about to get really dumb and stupid. Now, I know for a fact I will have Battlefield 1 shortly because uh, one time B-Squad co-host and friend of the show, Ryan On is now stationed at the the base that he will be in tech school for. Um, and informed me that since I was the only one that wrote him letters while he was locked up in the uh, the military hooskow. Uh, he's kindly buying it for me as a gift for my birthday, which is next month on the uh, 20th of November. So if anybody else out there wants to buy any new video games for my birthday, feel free. Knock yourselves out with a big giant rock. Um,
1: but yeah, Nerd. yeah. So
0: I, I will have Battlefield 1 um, for, for my birthday. Yeah. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, and I'll be talking extensively about it because I love the beta. It was a shitload of fun. And the most fun I've had playing a Battlefield game in a long, long, long time. So um, but yeah, yeah. Um, so that that's everything for me. What about you Charlie? Anything particular reaching out to you in there?
1: Well, um uh uh Darcy in the chat room has pointed out that apparently that 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 Sega Nept- Super Dimension Neptune game is available on the PS4. Um so uh so I'm I'm kind of interested in look in finding out more about this and checking out reviews and everything. Like I haven't played like a good t- like classic like old school JRPG in a really long time. Um and so I um you know, depending on depending on how long it takes, like if it's like an 80-hour game, I might uh, I might not be able to justify the investment into that. But um, just because, well, I am a little busy. In case you haven't noticed, um, but uh, you know, it's it looks it looks adorable. Yeah, I might uh, I might check that out. But uh, so aside from that, I mean, you know, I uh, I'm I'm looking forward obviously to the next episode of Batman Telltale. Um, but uh, aside from that, I'm basically just looking forward to. As much as I'm looking forward to Cyberfest I'm also looking forward to being over Cyberfest so that I can <laughs> relax and actually kind of play the game. The the fact like the fact that I still have not Fallout 4 in Xbox 1 is a personal embarrassment of mine and I get a little choked up when I talk about it. So um <laughs> that's
0: <laughs> that's something that Don't, I need to go, correct. We'll go back and listen to the recorded episode of the show and he'll be like, "See, I fucking told you so." Still got the shrink wrap on it
1: no because he borrowed it remember he, he took the oh, shrink wrap off that's of right it. that's
0: right he started <laughs> it and he was playing it I, and yeah. I actually started it um I think I started it in the spring and was playing it and I, I was really enjoying it I plan to get back to it but you know when I'm not balls deep in the witcher so yeah.
1: awesome so uh that that's about it um so um as uh so so now so those are releases. See, this is this is how frazzled I am. I've done a hundred. Well, no, I I mean like we're on episode one hundred and eighty nine here. I've done all Holy but like I, I'm a, I've done all but like thirty or forty of them or something like that. And I'm currently remembering how to actually do the show. Like I, yes. uh, I'm having trouble yes. remembering. I'm also apparently having trouble remembering how to make words into sentences. So that's you know, a those little uh, little those gray hairs in and your beard
0: are creeping up into your brain, Charlie. Goddamn truth. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so. Oh my god! Um, I
0: just, j- underneath your, your, um, your lower third, I just fucking saw your logo on your shirt, your fucking science team, like, yep, I start science division, polo shirt. Look at him. Absolutely. Uh, uh,
1: I, yeah, hardcore nerd over here. Alex Trebek can blow me. Um, so <laughs> 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 you know, that reference you, know, I'm talking about
0: there. I do. Okay, so, so,
1: so just in case any listeners or viewers, real quick, non, uh, non sequitur, um, there was a contestant who was on jeopardy i think it was this last week that this just happened um where she mentioned to trebek you know they do that little small talk in between like rounds or whatever and yeah and she mentioned that she listens to nerdcore and she described it as you know it's like nerdy people rapping about things that they're passionate about whether it be geeky stuff or video games or having a hard time relating into relationships or whatever and oh so you mean losers and like apparently he he took it back later and said like oh I was just having a jokahaha ha, ha. but uh, of course the internet climbed right up his asshole and ripped him another a second one, um, as well they should. And, uh, and apper- I haven't watched Jeopardy. I don't I don't watch Jeopardy. I, I don't really know, but um, apparently uh, a lot of people are saying like yeah no in the last couple of years he's just turned into like a grumpy crotchety old man that Dude, just kind of no, hates everybody. it's
0: it's a pretty well documented thing that Trebek Alex Trebek is like a. a raging egomaniac like you can find early footage of him in the in the 80s doing jeopardy where he was like screaming at the people on the sets and shit like he is not a nice man and has been widely documented as not being a nice man so as darcy says in chat and as daryl hammond said while playing sean connery "Shuck it trebek
1: you took that because i was gonna try and do it but you do it much better than me so i'm glad you took that one (laughs) um so anyways (laughs) video games um i have i i have found just enough time to play a single game this last week um it is a lucky we got that (laughs) that's well yes that that that, Mm -hmm. this is true um it is a mobile game it is my little pony puzzle party (laughs) (laughs) which is uh which is a, a, a game that just came out this last week it's your typical like bejeweled style like like match three game um, I, I'm screen sharing right now so you can kind of I'll, I'll show you guys a little bit of it um, it's actually pretty fun even if you don't give a crap about pony I think it's actually kind of a fun game because there's like power-ups and special moves and stuff um, I have it connected to my Facebook account which is why my avatar is on there but um, so basically I'm going to try and play this backwards so you'll have specific goals in every level you have to do so instead of like clearing the board or whatever I haven't played a lot of these games so a lot of these things may be very 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 typical I just don't know Okay, so so qu- quick side note. One of the one of the cool things about this is that the actual voice cast actually did a bunch of original recording for this game, and so which is which uh, with a lot of the games that have come up previously is actually uh, not common. Usually they get like impersonators, like people that are cheaper, I'm sure, to do the voices, and they're never any as good, or they just like grab clips from the show and just reuse those. So the fact that like I, so far, I mean, I, I think it might, I think it's pretty much the entire cast did original recording for this game. Oh, so right before. on.
0: That's very. cool. Um,
1: but uh but yeah so so in so this is a this is a new kind of level that i came across where you have to um see see these columns there's a bunch of columns i'll try and describe this as best i can for the audio listeners but so so with your typical grid of like you know multicolored blocks or whatever just you know think of any bejeweled type game that you've seen before this is a um i'm like this is like level uh, 20, 20, 20 odd and um some of the blocks have clouds around them so it's it's not about clearing the the color blocks is that you have to clear blocks inside those clouds to clear them out. So like, um, like when I when I hit those, uh, try to do this backwards, you know, it gets rid of the, the clouds there. And so I've got to kind of do the rest of them. So this is an example, but there's like power-ups, like as you go through the game here at the bottom of the screen, you can see that you come across like the main characters and you can use them as then they have like special abilities that they can use. Um, and so, the higher you get in the game, like the, the better special abilities that they have, and you build up their abilities by clearing blocks that are their color. Essentially, is what it comes down to. Um, and uh, but yeah, I mean, like it's you know it, it's it's uh, it's it's been a while since I've had a good pooping game, and um that's basically what this. is. Ah, good, me.
0: good. I love knowing that you're playing My Little Pony while you're taking a dump, Charlie. That's really <laughs> good. I played we, other times we are, too. We are gonna have to by the time he gets done with this convention, like we're gonna have to send in help. We're gonna have to literally airlift him out of Ponyville. It's just it's consumed him. It's consumed him. There's nothing left. There's nothing left of the man we knew. There is only the Technotronicorn. There is nothing um, really worth it. There is only Zool.
1: I can think of worse things, honestly. Um but uh uh but yeah, no, it's 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 a it's a it's a it's a fun little game. You know, it's free. It does the in app purchase things like you can buy there are power ups that you can use and activate inside the level to help you clear out stuff, and of course there's um um um, you can you can pay real money for like packs, power ups, and stuff like that. But um, you know, for what it's worth, you know, 500,000 installs on Google Play since it came out earlier this last week, 13,528 ratings, and it's at an average of 4.6. So I think you know that's that's not too shabby. I would say, um, you know, I'm assuming the majority of these players are fans of the show, but one one must assume that number of them, you know. Probably aren't. And so that's, I think that's, I think, I think the rating, you know, like I say, even if you don't give a crap about the show, it seems like it's a relatively well received game just in general. So, but, um, but yeah, no, I haven't even had time to even think about actually sitting on my couch and playing a proper video game. So that's, that's all I got this week. John, how about you? What have you been playing, if anything?
0: Um, I, I did. I played quite a bit this week, despite the fact that I had a busy week preparing for my new job and so on and so on. Um, I had, I had enough time to sit down and play, um, just enough to, to, I guess call it a full week of gaming, <laughs> and uh, and and still have something to talk about on the show. So, as I talked about last week, I'm I'm right in the middle of Witcher. I'm still fucking playing it. Um, I didn't really make a lot of headway in the actual story though, because I spent a lot of time um, doing just like some of the like, little side quest stuff, clearing out monster dens, and um, you know. Doing like little side quests and things like that, some of which have been fun. Playing Gwent, um, enjoying the sights along the way, as it were. Even though I know that this is going to end up making it a painfully, um, painfully long game for me. I'm already at like some fifty-five hours or something like that, and I'm I'm not even a quarter of the way done with the story. Um, so um no yeah. where where are you at with
1: your overall opinion of the uh, of the game Because like at it. the time because I, like um, well, I, I remember at the time you know when when we are talking about like games of the year for like last year mm-hmm. um you were saying that's like you know like a lot of people were comparing. Uh, you know, mentioning that two big contenders were Metal Gear Solid five and Witcher Three, and you had said that you thought that Metal Gear Solid was far superior. Like, are you still kind of on that same page? Or? Um,
0: well, see, here's the problem. This is this is what makes it so difficult for me. Ultimately, um, the scope and scale of Witcher makes it certainly makes it game of the year material because it's the breadth of it is so expansive, right? But on a design level, I still think the controls are really wonky and kind of mediocre. I think the combat is serviceable but very average. Um, and I think that uh, I think that the menus are fucking terrible. Like, they're archaic and they're slow and clunky. Um, so it's weird because a lot of the shit that I don't like about Witcher is a design-related thing, not a storytelling thing, not the world they built. Not the characters they built. All that is fucking superb. It's top notch. Um, but Metal Gear has kind of the opposite problem on a playability level and on the design level. It's so uh, the menus are are very intuitive and well laid out, if not a little bit busy. Um, the the controls are some of the best I've played. Some of the most precise I've played in a in a, a current generation um, third person game. They're so precise. Once you get good with the controls, Metal Gear, you can do whatever the fuck you are thinking. You can do inside of the realm of that possibility. And uh, there's no like, oh shit, you know, I, I bumped into a rock and I'm kind of kind of stuck on the geometry. So now this monster is beating me up because I rolled into a rock that's glitchy. Like Metal Gear doesn't really have a lot of that. The world that it you inhabit is a little bit barren because you're in the desert. But things work largely as you expect them to in that game. Um, and it's got some really Smart systems. Um, there's a whole bunch of weird, clunky shit in Witcher. So that's a hard question to answer because on a design level, Metal Gear, I think Metal Gear is a superior game. Um, on a storytelling level, I think The Witcher is a superior game. Um, okay. If you were to take the playability of Metal Gear and the frame rate for Metal Gear and put it into Witcher, it would be one of the greatest games of all time. So I know a lot of people will still argue that it is. I'm going to go ahead and say that I still think the Elder Scrolls games are better. Not... Not uh, I. I wish the Elder Scrolls games were as adult as Witcher. I like how grown up the Witcher games, the, the Witcher is. I just uh, I like a lot of the lore a little bit letter a little bit better um, in the Elder Scrolls game. Um, just wish it was less Renfairish. I guess I don't know. <laughs> um, although technically, I guess in one way, Witcher kind of has a little bit more of a Renfair vibe in certain spots too. I don't know. I could go on for fucking ever about this. I think Witcher is a great game. Um, the problems that I have with it don't ruin the experience for me, but they bother the fuck out of me, because we're kind of we're kind of past this point with some shit. But anyways, that's just me. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what else did I play this week? Um, so the Blizzard put into effect uh, Overwatch's Halloween event, and um, just like when they did the Summer Olympic Games thing, they had like. It was kind of like a takeoff of Rocket League, where you have Lucio and it's a team of Lucios that are using their like little blast cannons to knock the ball all over the place. Um, I very much enjoy what they're doing now with the Halloween event. So a few characters have alternate like Halloween costumes, and they're really fucking good. Um, if you haven't seen them, um, I'm gonna go ahead and screen share in just a minute here. But uh, they the the ones that got costumes, not everybody got them. Um, were for a a little mode that they made for the game called Junkenstein's Revenge. And the Junkenstein's Revenge character is based on, obviously, um, you know, um, fucking my brain all of a sudden. Junkrat, uh, they made him like Frankenstein. And Roadhog is supposed to be Junkenstein's monster. Um, Reaper is supposed to be like the Headless Horseman. And then they made Mercy a witch. Symmetra got a costume. Um, I think who else got a costume? Reinhardt and um zenyatta and uh they're just really fucking good so to give you an idea um this is the the image for mercy as a witch and i just blizzard's fucking design everything is just so amazing all the time like that's her sitting on a fucking broom you know okay so cool um and then you know to give you an idea of what they did with um reaper he's supposed to be like a headless horseman um, kind of pumpkin headed type character and he looks really cool as well. Um, and then all the last one I'll show you is going to be, um, you know, the, the road hog is supposed to be Junkenstein's monster. Um, you know, of course, none of these things have anything to do with the playability of the game. It's just kind of a neat thing. And I'm a big Halloween person. So I really appreciate the extra effort they put into it. This is the uh, road hog skin for Junkenstein's monster came out really fucking cool. Um, so um you can get those skins you you know inside of the Halloween themed loot boxes which are like pumpkins full of candy but the Junkenstein's Revenge um little um like mini game is almost like a horde mode where it's you and uh, you can there's four characters that are part of it it's um who is it uh, that you play at, not fight against it's um Soldier 76 um Anna um, fuck who else my brain isn't working Um. I don't know I, my brain is just oh McCree and then fucking Hanzo and uh, they're perfectly fine for what they do and you just get waves of guys coming at you and then the Junkenstein characters the ones that I just showed you that are in costumes except for Junkrat rat attack you and they're like boss characters and you have to keep them from blowing up a door and it's kind of frantic and, and on the medium I can't finish it on medium It's too fucking hard. I think just because I'm getting teammates who aren't playing their roles right, but it's a lot of fun. And it kind of spurned me into playing the competitive mode and, uh, you know, the quick play mode. And I've been playing a lot of that this week, kind of going back to it and doing that. Um, I also played our free games with gold games today. Um, I am alive, which I never played back in the day more than the demo. Enjoyed that. Um, Don't know if I'll finish it. And then the Escapists, which is this weird little like pixel art style game where you're in prison and you have to craft items and break out of prison without getting caught. It's this really strange little game. And there's different types of prisons that are different, different difficulty levels, really cute little game. Um, almost kind of has like a Terraria art style. Maybe that's what I would liken it to. Or if you have ever okay. bought like little eight bit perlers or something, they kind of look like those, you know um, I liked it again. Don't know if I'll finish it. I didn't get far enough into that one to try and um, and and figure it so. You know, I'm play it some more. But yeah, that's. I I think that's everything I played this week. I I didn't have time to dig into anything else. Um. So more than I probably should have for as busy as I was. But yeah, that's everything for me.
1: All right. And so now that you know what we did this last week in video gaming, let's find out what the industry did this last week in video gaming. john what do we have for news this week
0: they didn't do shit no um they, <laughs> they uh so news this week is is um barely news there's been a run of that lately and it seems like this always happens And you know when we're leading up to uh you know the hot season for video game releases is, is people are kind of waiting to see what comes out so no one's really doing anything special or they're just kind of collapsed in, working on everything to show at E3 next year. You know what I mean? So they're not really doing much. But something hot off of the the is the today at number five that, that piqued a lot of people's attention today. Um, Rockstar seems to be teasing what people are going to be... Uh, people are assuming is, is Red Dead Redemption 2, um, but is some people are afraid it's just a you know red dead redemption like hd remake or you know what i mean um yeah which i guess rockstar is not too famously terribly known for doing hd remakes with the exception of grand theft auto 5 and some of the the ports of their previous games i guess for like uh you know mobile platforms they've been doing recently but you don't really see them take high profile games and reskin them and repackage them like a lot of other places do uh, otherwise I think most of their catalog would have been remade by now based on their reputation well I
1: mean yes yes and no I mean because like especially like you know a lot of the older Grand Theft Auto games like um, like like 3 and Vice City and um, and San Andreas like you can get those on like iPad now and so you know they um, I, I, I would I would say that they you know w- whether or not they would you know do like a remastered version or something like that probably is not something that they would do but Ports they, for they sure they, yeah. Port. So I mean I I wonder if it's just something as simple as that Red Dead Redemption is gonna be available on like IOS or something like that. I mean
0: Yeah. Maybe Or no, mobile,
1: I, you know, mobile Oh,
0: I don't know. That game's I don't think that game's too fucking big to have up on a mobile platform. At least you know, I mean that game's I mean still well you've got Grand Theft Auto three
1: thing. on mobile. I mean, you know, I don't think Red Dead Redemption's that much bigger.
0: If you're thinking of are you sure you're not thinking of Red Dead Revolver? Because redemption redemption's fucking huge, man. I mean that game is pretty pretty massive but compared to grand theft auto three three yeah hugely yeah i mean like i'm not just I mean, not I'm, sure, the I'm sure i'm sure the they'll world.
1: i mean i'm sure they'll downscale the graphics you know to to work yeah. better on mobile but um but i don't know i mean maybe
0: maybe well, i mean i'll be happy to have any of it whatever they whatever they they bring with them i i'm all for that but um i'm really just we've been waiting for red dead redemption 2 for a long fucking time and that that game the first red dead redemption is one of my it might be in my top five uh favorite games of the last like 10 years man i mean that's how much i love really the game. game really fucking really great game. um and to give you an idea of what it was i'll screen share once more to show you guys this is what everybody went all ape shit over is this just this red rock star logo and everybody assumes that red means red dead so so, um,
1: hang on, hang on, put, hang on put, put that back up real quick. I, I just want to, to show the power. power. Actually, I'm, yeah, I'm going to show I was,
0: you their whole fucking page, actually. is just like. Well, but no, I, I
1: supposed, Okay, but after you do that, I specifically want you to put that tweet back here, up. Here,
0: I'll put that one back up. All right. And... Okay, so
1: I, I, the, the reason why I'm asking John to put this back up is just to sort of. Um, um, can you can you uh, not. Uh, um, so, just to, sh- just to show the power of that, um, of, uh, here, here, click X out of that. John doesn't know how to Twitter. Um, X, yeah, Twitter. X, X out of that, and then above the picture there to get to the actual tweet. There, that, that's what I needed. So, what this is, audio listeners, this is an image. It's about a, a two to one scale image of just it's a, giant, a bright red rectangle. Outlined rock star logo in the middle of it. There's no text. There's no context. There's no nothing here. Image. This very extraordinarily simple image was has been retweeted ninety thousand nine hundred and thirty-two times and has received one hundred and fifty thousand nine hundred and four likes. That right there is the power of brand recognition in social media. Just, just, just expert level stuff. I mean, like, how how simple of a post could you possibly put up? To, to get that much interaction. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I do social media for the cons that I do. And so it's me seeing that and
0: to me, but
1: uh, yeah, sorry. sorry. Yeah, it's a, no,
0: no, <laughs> you're absolutely right, man. It's the, the power of interneting. Ah, you know, that being said though, um, here's hoping it's not just the fucking port because people are going to rip their heads off and shit down their necks. If that is the case, I think people are going to be, uh, they're going to be like, you lied to us like Sean Murray you hello games <laughs> bastards. That's, I that's think really I thing.
1: think about the only I think about the only thing that somebody could do along the same lines would be if um somebody at Valve just tweeted the number 3.
0: Yeah, oh yeah. No, no, bro. that's <laughs> which I'm pretty could sure mean it,
1: it, for games. You know, it could mean exactly a lot of different things.
0: Acceptable, not even on fucking not even fucking on April Fool's Day would that be acceptable? The internet <laughs> would implode in on itself like a sarlacc pit, man. Be rough beans. Um but yeah, yeah, so hopefully that's something. They uh they didn't say anything else. There's no no explanation, no coming soon, no countdown timer, just like, mmm, red ass logo in your face. Um, so moving on to number four this week. Um, which actually, um, you know, f- full disclosure, I actually meant to make uh that number four and not the other way around. So we'll call it number five, but it was supposed to be number four because it's uh <laughs> it's a much bigger story than this one. Uh number four this week, um, in kind of keeping with a little bit of a halloween theme so uh good while back we had talked about a friday the 13th game that was kick-started into uh you know some very large numbers and they you know they showed off what was going to be a multiplayer mode where you're a bunch of kids running away from jason and jason kills the shit out of you in all these very interesting ways it looked like a shitload of fun um that team announced that they are going to be delaying the game which normally gets under people's excuse me, people skin, but they're delaying it because they're going to be putting a single player mode into it and they've pushed back until spring of 2017. Um, that is fucking awesome, man. Um, they're going to be putting in AI bots. So you'll be Jason and you'll be chasing around the AI bots, killing them and there'll be scenarios and things like that. Um, and then you'll be able to play it offline. So, um, the only real downside, though, is, is that this does make it more of a full-featured game for an independent development team. So they are pushing the price of the game, which is going to be in the $30 to $40 price range. They are pushing it to a full-price title at $60. Um, you know, uh, or I'm sorry, it's going to push it from $30 to $40, but they're saying they don't want to push it to $60. Excuse me, I, I misread that. Um, if you already backed or you know, pre-ordered it through the Kickstarter, though, um, you're still going to get the single-player portion of it at no cost, though. So that's a good thing. Um, and they they said for anybody you guys who might be Friday the Thirteenth fans, my brother and I are big horror fans, so we like this stuff. Uh, fan favorite com, uh, fa- fan favorite character Tommy Jarvis is going to be playable in the game. If you guys remember, Tommy was played by um, um fucking Corey Feldman before he lost his fucking mind. So um yeah, there you go, man. That's that's kind of cool. That's number four for the week. Not much to not much to say on that front, but that that is uh, exciting to me at least. I hope you guys enjoy that
1: i'm actually okay with the order john i feel like that that's kind of a bigger story than than a red you think rectangle
0: so? i don't know man. i do i don't know
1: it's because it, it, it's almost a non-story it's like we've got a rectangle that's literally all we can tell you about it but
0: it's a fucking <laughs> so, red-ass rectangle though it's quite a red-ass <laughs> so rectangle So red is everybody really <laughs> who knows me and knows fallon flynn knows i love this redness just uh, biased. That's all it is. If it, was blue, if it was that's blue, re- red. if it was red,
1: blue redemption, and it was a blue rectangle, you wouldn't give a crap. Plot twist. I'm colorblind.
0: What a twist. <laughs> that's right. Nice <Tonight>, Shamalama ding-dong. Um, <laughs> what a twist. You've been shamalama ding dong, I said to my wife before we conceived our second child. Oh, wow. Um, okay. All right. Moving on. That's right. Moving on. <laughs> Goat's not here. I've got to fill. I, I've got to fill Goat's uh, Charlie discomfort quota. That's fair. Uh, well, and uh, well done, sir. You know what? If we if we ever designed a gamerhead radio game, that would be our game. Is is like you? It would be it would be like Charlie in the middle of Goat and I trying to balance out. Uh, you know, Charlie's discomfort level versus his joy. That's what it would be. And you could pick between me and Charlie or no. You could pick between me and Goat. <laughs> Oh, no, you could pick between all three of us, and then there would be a different mini game for it. Charlie, I see, I see a fucking gamerhead radio mobile game in our future.
1: Uh, mobile game developers, please contact us.
0: Yeah, and then you could buy, um, in order, in order to raise, well, depending on the, the joke, in order to raise or lower Charlie's spirits, you could uh, you could do microtransactions and buy a five pack of dad jokes. If you could them <laughs> in the middle of the <laughs> in the fucking game. All right, I'm done here. Moving on. Um, <laughs> i'm telling you there's a fucking you tell me you guys in chat you wouldn't play the shit out of them shits i know i would um moving on to number moving on to number three this week um most people don't realize this but apparently you can claim 55 dollars from sony due to a an old playstation 3 lawsuit so um here it is this is the, this is the thing pay attention and listen up if you guys remember there was this whole thing back in the day that was a big to do about sony um was going to allow Linux to be on their their system and you could use Hmm. Linux on the PlayStation 3 as an operating system. Well, they did a firmware update and patched that out and made it impossible for you to use it anymore. And there were people who purchased the system based on their desire to want to put Linux on it and use it there as opposed to just putting it on a PC. Well, apparently people were pissed off enough about it to take Sony to court and that ends up being a big problem for Sony because now at this point – they, they owe people money. So there are some stipulations to this if you want to claim. You have to have purchased a fat PlayStation 3, so an original PlayStation 3, which I have, uh, in the U.S. between the 1st of November 2006 and the 1st of April 2010, which I did. Um, you must also supply proof of both purchase as well as ownership or use of Linux on the console. That's if you want the full fifty-five dollars, but you can't get nine dollars if you argue you were gonna use (laughs) Linux (laughs) or you feel free your or you feel your console lost value because of its removal, hardly seems worth the effort. I want my nine (laughs) dollars, (laughs) Charlie. How does one prove that they
1: did use Linux on it? Like
0: wait, no, I'm not gonna say that on the show. I had Linux on there and you guys patched it out. I want my fifty-five dollars. I need to wipe away the tears of my pain with that $55. I, I, I,
1: I can verify that I was standing in the room with John and I'm that's a witness. True. I saw Linux running. I don't listen on his, to episode 86 or
0: whatever it is where I first met Charlie for the first time ever. Clear. I wasn't meeting him. It's, it was <laughs> the fucking, it was a late April Fool show. Shut your face. We,
1: we were, we were confused and also oh. maybe time travelers, but that's fine.
0: That's true. That's true. But anyway, so those of you who are, who who might possibly be eligible, get your fifty five dollars, because if you don't, Sony's going to keep it and they owe you fifty five dollars. Um, Moving on to number two this week, so um, the Xbox One since the release of the uh, the Slim, the Xbox One S. Um, has been in the number one hardware sales slot for video gaming for three months in a row. That's a big, big victory for uh, Microsoft because as everybody knows or has known for really essentially the last year in particular, maybe even year and a half, um, Sony has been absolutely pounding Microsoft into the dirt uh, with with PlayStation 4 sales, but apparently the release of the S has done something good for Microsoft because they're selling a shitload of units. Um, Xbox marketing exactly aired Excuse me, let me try that one more time, scrape the shit out of my mouth. (laughs) Xbox marketing executive Aaron Greenberg is thrilled about the news, sending off new messages this week on Twitter about Microsoft's latest win. So grateful to everyone who helped us get back on top, he said in one tweet, using the hashtag, don't call it a comeback. (laughs) I had to sing it like fucking LL Cool J, of course, though. It was the only logical thing to do. Um, In another tweet, Greenberg used only hashtags, hashtag momentum and hashtag Xbox One S. Microsoft's latest win in September is particularly notable since that's the month when Sony launched its slimmed down PlayStation 4 model. Um, That system like the Xbox One S launched in August starting at $300. Um, Microsoft, of course, does not share share their sales figures, uh, even though they were leaked out earlier this year. We talked about that. But Xbox boss Phil Spencer said in October 2015 that Sony's lead was so large that he was unsure if the Xbox could ever catch up. So uh, Microsoft seems to be really surprised by the, uh, you know, kind of shift in momentum, I guess. So uh, how do you feel about this, Charlie? Well, isn't
1: basically this the same thing that happened with the three th- with the 360 and the PS3? Like, like the 360 was in the lead for the longest time, and then um, and then all of a sudden, everybody who wanted the 360 had one, and the PS3 caught up, and they yeah. kind of led the, la- the the final you know you know s- s- uh, s- some odd months in that console cycle. I yes. mean, like there's just a saturation point here, yeah. and you know the um, the uh, you know the, the the differences between you know the 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 ps4 and the xbox one and the argument to get one over the other you know it's it's you know a lot of things have been ironed out a lot of things have been taken care of you know a lot of the a lot of the initial arguments and the 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 dings that people you know put out against the um uh, um you know against the xbox one when it initially came out you know the inclusion of the connect the price point um you know the and stuff like that have been taken care of at this point so so you know it's a much more level playing field now and so uh i i find it to be completely natural that you know Know, uh, the vast majority of people that PS4 right now already have one and um so now you know people are you know ha- you know got some income and now you know you know mm-hmm. people who are you know, serious gamers who you know are able to afford more than one console they're going out and getting the Xbox one because why the heck wouldn't they um so yeah no i I'm, I'm not really surprised at this at all personally
0: yeah yeah either.
1: microsoft is surprised
0: I know. Well, I think they don't, they weren't expecting this. To, I, you know what? I, I That's the feeling I get though, is, is that maybe Microsoft wasn't expecting the, the S to sell all that well. Maybe, maybe just to bolster some unit sales until the Scorpio comes out. Because that to me, that's where the, the real, like, how's this going to all end up? That's where it really kind of sits for me is trying to figure out what's going to happen when, when that comes out. I'm really interested in it. I want it and I think it's going to be interesting, but... I also don't own a PS4. So if I have to pick between a Scorpio and a PS4, I'm going to get a PS4. You know, um, I just, we're going to see what they both do first. I have an Xbox One. I'm happy with it. I want a PS4. I can go play my brother's. He's, I just borrow it anytime or play his PlayStation VR or whatever. Um, but hardware purchases are, you know, big deal. Got to wait and see what happens first. Um, Moving on to uh, number one for the week, Uh, Nintendo NX reveal is expected next week as uh, Macquarie lowers stock rating. So Macquarie Capital Securities in Japan uh, has lowered the recommendation rating on whether or not to invest in Nintendo stock to neutral after raising it to outperform earlier in this year. The reason has been shared in the new report that has been broken down on Seeking Alpha, in which the firm has shared their expectations that the Nintendo NX reveal is coming, quote, next week. Um, their main concern is, is that it will be priced between $300 and $350, with worry surrounding whether this will be a threat to the console's chances at becoming a mass-market product. McQuarrie even goes so far as to suggest that the price could result in, quote, major disappointment for high-volume sales. It isn't only Nintendo NX they're worried about either. With Super Mario Run initially exclusive to iOS devices and not seeing release in China, they argue that it will miss 60% of its potential market, despite Nintendo's assurances that it will arrive on Android soon after. Um, so the key parts that McQuarrie's report state and run down are uh, one of the bullet points running against a general recent bullish tide. Macquarie has downgraded Nintendo to neutral from its uh, previous outperform rating. Um, next, a long in the works revamp to the company's console. The annex will uh, with reveal coming next week is liable to come at a price that will result in, quote, major disappointment for volume sales. Speculation is putting the price of the new console within $350 in line with competing consoles versus the Wii's former discount to rival boxes from Sony and Microsoft. Companies move into mobile gaming, Super Mario Run has missed an opportunity as well, Macquarie says, being only iOS and X China, missing 60% of the market. The firm cut its price target on Nintendo to 25,900 yen from a previous 27,300, implying some fractional downside from today's closing price of 26,075 um, yeah, yeah. Um, next week, man. All this waiting, and uh, it seems like next week is going to be the. What a strange time to reveal a new console, though. Um,
1: yeah, it does seem like a noisy time, like you know, with all the fall releases coming out and everything. It um, it, it it does seem like an odd decision to me, but I don't know. Well, Maybe, strategy you
0: know. hasn't really factored itself into Nintendo's. I mean that that seems hasn't really factored itself into the way Nintendo does things for shit. The better part of a decade now, maybe a little longer. They don't really seem to much like, much like take two putting up a red dead graphic on a fucking Sunday, (laughs) you know, like they just, Nintendo's one of those companies that just does what they want. So I don't, I don't know if they're considering the noisy time of the year because to them, they don't really seem to care. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah. That's uh, are you are you excited about the uh, impending information coming for the, uh, the NX?
1: Uh, the idea, you know, the 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 idea that was that was basically initially attempted with the Turbo graphics, The idea that I can have like one console that I can play at home and that I can also then take with me portably, you know, is is definitely intriguing. You know, and this is one of the rumors about the NX is that it's going to be like some some weird mobile, you know, a home console hybrid in some way um do enough mobile gaming to justify a dedicated mobile handset but you know there have been times where i go on vacation or whatever or i know i'm gonna you know like i I have a specific reason like right now on this day i'm gonna have a bunch of time where the idea of being able to play you know like you know to play a game i'm in the middle of you know would be a it's, it's definitely interesting so um in mind yes i'm 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 interested in seeing what the nx ends up being but of course that's all rumor and speculation so there's uh, it, it's it's hard to be excited when we have so little information i mean in generally in, in general just because i'm a gamer and i you know i do this show and everything yes i'm definitely excited to find out what the nx actually is um but as far as where i am on the meter of my interest in purchasing one i i'm not on the meter because i don't know anything about the damn thing
0: yeah. so yeah, well, hopefully uh, hopefully they give it a more uh, standout name than the NX. I know that's just a code name, but, you know, they got, they got to do something. If they make something interesting enough, maybe they'll bust through the roof because, I mean, at $350, $350, $400, like, that's a great price point for a gaming console, and if they can make something st- solid enough, sturdy enough, maybe that'll be what puts them back on the map. I mean, I don't – gaming's just changing so much. Maybe they will never make the kind of return to – the top of the heap that, that they were the ones that defined everything for us coming up as kids. I don't know. Maybe, that, that's, maybe that's just gone, you know?
1: Yeah. No, I, I don't see them ever being I – I see them being a very good, comfortable, solid third place in, yeah. you know, behind Microsoft and Sony. And I think, I think they are perfectly fine being that way um personally just just from the from you know it, it sort of gives them the leeway to do to do wild and crazy things to come out with weird peripherals and non you know non-conformative console designs and things like that so i, I think that they are that they will i mean like uh, of course from a financial and a fiduciary standpoint i'm sure that they would like to be number one they would like to make their stockholders more money and all that but i mean just just from a I don't know ideology standpoint. I I I sort of get the impression that they are just fine with where they are. It's because it's. I th- I think the reality is it's either that or their console their their console division, not their mobile division. Uh, you know, the 3ds. I don't think I I can't imagine that going anywhere. But at the very least, the the home console. It's you know the you know side of Nintendo. I feel like it's either third place or it's nothing honestly. Yeah. Um, and so I think they're perfectly happy to stay in third place as opposed to the, that alternative. So
0: yeah. Yeah. Fair yeah. enough. Anyways, there you go. Good stuff. I guess we'll find out next week and you can be uh, sure that if they do talk about the NX next week, uh, that we'll be talking about it on the show here. Shit, man. If, if that news comes to light between now and next week, uh, you know, our, our feature next week might be breaking down the information we have for the NX, uh, as opposed yeah, to stuff to get into a news story. So uh, we'll see what happens between now and then. Um, so that does it for news this week. But before I close out news for the week, I thought it would be kind of cool to uh, mention in, in the uh, spirit of the holiday season coming up in the next couple weeks for Halloween. Cause like, yeah, I'm a big fucking Halloween guy. Um, not very Halloween subject matter, um, or I guess the theme of it, but still pretty cool anyways. Cause you don't see a lot of people do this for you. 343, um, 343 Industries, uh, who are the current uh, handlers and maker of the, the last couple of Halo games, um, put out a blog post, as a lot of developers do, regularly uh, updating their communities on what they've got and what they're doing for their games. One of the things they did for Halloween was they put out a series of uh, Halloween pumpkin stencils that they designed based on the Halo property, and there's 11 of them. And what's cool is, is they actually uh, range them based on difficulty levels. So um, I'm going to go ahead and screen share so you guys can see these. I'm going to also, we're going to include the, the link to these in the, uh, the news stories this week uh, so that you guys have access to them if you'd like. Um, and then they've got them where it's, um, you know, color coded too, Re- oh, gray and like white. And so let me screen share and show you the first one here. Um, if you take a look, I'm going to scroll down. The gray areas right here, they'll tell you it's a keyed here to say you scrape that section out. You don't cut it. And then the white areas are the areas you're supposed to cut out. And as you can see in the top left corner here, the stencil, this one's easy. Um, you know, I've got, just going to scroll down and show you guys, kind of give you an idea. Difficulty, normal, normal. Um, you Dude, know, this is awesome. Master Chief's, right. Isn't this really fucking cool that they're this doing is this? This really cool. fans? Yeah, Master Chief's helmet. And then just some of the various like UNSC like unit logos and stuff like that. <laughs> Difficulty
1: heroic and legendary. <laughs>
0: yeah. I know it's it's totally fucking Halo themed, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna send these to Ryan on because he's a huge Halo fan. So um I I this would be a bitch and pumpkin, man. Yeah. It's uh, it's an elite, you know, turning that into so I mean they've just got all these these different, you know, different stunts you can do so i I just thought i'd share that with the viewers and listeners in case you guys are big enough halo fans or you wanted something video game themed on your pumpkins as opposed to something horror themed um but uh yeah yeah that'll we'll use that to cap off news for the week even though that's not technically fucking news good stuff
1: Um, so, yeah, so like uh, like we talked about at the top of the show, um, this is a, this is gonna be an express show, so uh, so that's gonna do it for news um, in lieu of a full mailbag because you know we, we're we're saving that mailbag to go along with the VR feature when we end up having it. We um, were delivered a um, a review. Of the Pokemon Go Plus by one of our um, more dedicated um, listeners, viewers, chat room participants. I Darcy, uh, Darcy Mitchell, who um, sent us a review of the Pokemon Go Plus, and so uh, I'm going to read that for you because I think this is pretty great. Um, so, Darcy writes, "Hey there, gamer heads. Darcy here with your Pokemon Go Plus review. Uh, as one of the few remaining Pokemon Go players in the world, after all the false promises and glitches weeded out the weak ones, <laughs> that that'd be me. Uh, that's fair." Um, um, Really enjoy having this wearable vibrator on my wrist about ten hours a day. Uh, this <laughs> device has you anticipating the ominous vibration of either a Pokemon that will likely get away or a Pokéstop that you are going past too quickly, too quickly to get anything from. It's a real treat, let me tell you. I'm detecting some sarcasm here, John. <laughs> but I, um,
0: I'm dripping with sarcasm.
1: Yes. Um, okay, Okay. but seriously, this thing is great for diehards. I pretty much stopped playing before this came out, and when it did, I had to wait an extra two weeks to get it because GameStop was all sold out. If anybody finds one of these, by the way, please buy it and send it to me, and I will pay you back and and, and make it worth your while, because I have not been able to successfully locate one of these yet. Um you pair it with Bluetooth and then it goes into the game to make sure the device is active. If it's inactive for 30 minutes, it automatically shuts off until you go back into the game and repair it. Uh, it takes C batteries, good C batteries, really? Okay. Um, and it fits snugly on my wrists on the bracelet. You have to actually unscrew the clip and attach it to the bracelet piece. It's kind of a pain, but I love the bracelet a lot more than the clip. Hmm. Color guide is this, referring to. So, if you guys haven't seen this thing, the um, if you at some point, I'm assuming that you've seen your typical um, Google Maps pin where it's like a circle with like a point coming down out of it. And so, this is basically shaped like that, but color coded like a pokeball with the red top and then the white bottom. And then in the center, where the pokeball little circle is, where you where you just press the button to get it to open up, there's a light that lights up. And that's what she's talking about here. Um, So the color guide of how it lights up is this. Green is Pokemon that you've already caught. Yellow is for Pokemon you haven't caught. And blue is for Pokestops. You press the button, wait for the white processing light to pass. And if it flashes red, the catcher Pokestop swipe failed. If it flashes rainbow, it was successful. Uh, When you go to catch a Pokemon, it uses only Pokeballs. And if you fail, the Pokemon runs away. Also, it counts your steps for hatching eggs. Uh, you don't need the game to be open on your phone for it to be active. To me, that is the single biggest selling point of this entire thing. <laughs> um, except you have to, apparently you have to touch your phone every 30 minutes to keep it from, from to keep it paired, I guess. Which is, I mean, that's fine. Um, since I got it, I've leveled, enjoyed, a, evolved a ton of Pokemon and filled my Pokemon bank to the brim. Damn pidgeys and needles. Wow. Uh, <laughs> um, but the price was a bit much. $35. Um, I think 15 to 20 would have been better, honestly. Yes, but they can charge 35 because it's sold out everywhere many times over. So, um, I'm sure they're making quite a bit of profit on this. Um, also, I've gone through Pokeballs like candy. I've had to pay for Pokeball Pokeballs twice since I got it um, because obviously you can't use any of the um, items to make Pokemon easier to catch and from what i'm understanding of this review here it doesn't tell you at all like if you if you have if you haven't played the game when you attempt to catch a pokemon it gives you like a visual color indication of how difficult the pokemon's going to be to catch but from what i'm understanding this gives you absolutely zero indication of the difficulty level here so you could be tossing pokeballs like breathing air at uh at a very difficult to catch pokemon where normally if you were playing the game you would either switch to better pokeballs or like uh do the um, I see? This is all i been to play the game. I forget the item that you use on it to make it um, to make it easier to catch. But uh, anyways, um, so yeah, yeah I, I'm not sense. surprised that. Uh, oh, are you, talk, well, that, are you
0: talking about the lures?
1: Yeah. Neither the the actual in battle item that you use. Oh, um, okay. The berries. The yes, the berries. Yeah. Thank you. That's what I'm trying mm. to think of. Um, uh, so I'm not surprised she's gone. She's been going through through pokeballs like nothing, which could be a very devious, um, you know, conspiracy theory. Maybe intent. I don't know. Uh, but, um, Darcy says in the pay. chat
0: that it's not a C battery that she was wrong. It was a, it's a watch battery that that was a typo. And, uh, she follows right. up by saying that, uh, it, it, the, the unit will immediately flash red if you're out of balls. Okay. All right. Yeah.
1: Um, and, um, yeah, so it's, I'm assuming that it's one of the little disc CR 2032 batteries is probably what yeah. it, what yeah, it yeah. is. Probably. Something. Um, uh, it, it's a it's a, i've had to pay for pokeballs twice since i got it it's a pain and it also doesn't always pick up pokestops but it picks up pokemon that don't always show on the screen while the game is open interesting so it's a give and take um, that's what i have for you guys hope you enjoyed it see you next week yes darcy thank you very much for yes that. Thanks um for taking the time to tell us
0: about it darcy very cool stuff
1: um i would i would definitely say well so john let me ask you does that after hearing that um, where where do your interests lie on picking up one of these things for thirty five dollars?
0: You know, here's the thing. I'm 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 not gonna pick one up, not because I don't think it's a neat accessory, um, or certainly useful if you're playing the game regularly, but here is here's my current assessment of kind of the state of things with Pokemon Go. Because Megan is still regularly playing it. Um, so I get I get a lot of like feedback from her about what's going on with it. Mm-hmm. I don't really have the kind of time, and I was kind of walking everywhere this summer. I spent a lot of time on foot, so I played it a lot over the summer. Now that we're in the fall, I'm, I'm not, and now that I'm starting a new job, I'm just not. And then there's a bunch of Vs for Real and stuff coming up, so I don't have the fucking time. Um, yeah. So I'm not really playing it, but here's my big thing with it. When I do bust it out, rarely, it, it is fundamentally broken on a lot of levels. There's a lot of shit still wrong with that app. And and until they get it fixed, I'm not really interested in investing a lot of time in playing it. And uh, they just they gotta they gotta get it, they gotta get it to a place where it's more consistent. Like I don't know if any of you guys are having this problem. I haven't opened that app in probably two weeks, and I keep getting like force close Pokemon Pokemon Go is not responding force close notifications on my phone regularly when I'm in the middle of doing shit. Megan's getting them too, so I know it's not just me. And I'm going to... When the app it. isn't even open?
1: Like, we nope. haven't even been using yeah. it? Oh, yeah. that's weird.
0: When it's, I haven't opened it in weeks. I'll fucking, from a fresh reboot on my phone, Well, and I know it's not just me, because it happens to Megan all the time, too. She was complaining about it, too. And it's been happening for about two weeks. I've been having this problem. Um, so it's, more than anything, it's it's a, it's just hmm. kind of a mild annoyance. But, um, but yeah, yeah, it's... Um, it's being obnoxious.
1: I might suggest uninstalling the app and reinstalling it cuz I, yeah, I neither
0: neither Michelle or I are having it. that problem. Yeah. You know, Darcy is asking if I updated it. I, I I think I have it set to auto update, Darcy. Um, but I'll check anyways. Maybe that'll fix the problem for me. Either way, um, it's it's just a really buggy game and I want them to fix it, you know, if if they expect me to keep playing it. You know what I mean? I just want it to work. Um, so yeah, that's it. But thank you, Darcy, again for reviewing that piece of hardware for us. Very neat. Very yeah, cool. absolutely.
1: Um, I I would say if, if I can get my hands on one, just because I'm that type of person, I'm I'm definitely interested in grabbing one. Um, I'd very much like to check it out. Um, yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't know. Um, the uh, but but I mean I I haven't I haven't opened the game up at all recently, Darcy. I'm one of the weak trainers. I'll admit. I'll I'll test that. Um, <laughs> Um, but yeah I, i'm sort of on the same level as john like when the game came out like i was taking walks i like i i don't take my i don't take lunch at work so like it, it um like i find that taking a lunch at work it breaks my flow and it makes it like like when i when i actually do go and eat and come back after lunch i find it to be so incredibly difficult to like concentrate for the entire rest of the day. Like it just completely screws up my, my, my head game for the day. So I typically don't take lunch when Pokemon go came out. Instead of taking lunch, I was going for walks. I was playing Pokemon yeah. go because like, like many of many of the rest of the people in this, in this country and world. Um, but uh, I stopped doing that just because. So, um, yeah, I don't know that's, I don't know Ugh, off on tangent, but yeah, I, um, <laughs> I, uh, being able to play it without having to be having, you know, without having to have my phone be so active is, is very is a very enticing prospect to me, especially if they, um, it, it, you know, find ways to make it better. But it certainly, um, be know, a lot less
0: cumbersome than just having to walk around with your phone on.
1: Yes, absolutely, and um, yeah. Especially if it counts steps, like that's one of the things too, like if, you know, being able to have it count your steps for hatching eggs and stuff without having to have the app like running in the front of your phone, Mm -hmm. even if you have it on sleep mode, like upside down or whatever, and the screen's dark still. I mean, like, you know, when I'm taking a walk, I sometimes want to be doing other things on my phone, like getting directions or, you know, looking up (laughs) something or reading facebook i don't know what else like you know so the fact that i like i have to like make the decision okay i'm going to stop counting steps now so i can go do one of the other 800 things on my phone i might want to do like the fact mm-hmm. that you actually don't anymore i, I find to be really uh, really 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 compelling but um yeah i gotta find one first so then there's that <laughs> no, I, darcy there, there's a game stuff that's right by my work and i i go in there I've, i like twice a week um, like, after work, I'll just pop it, in, and they did they, they, nothing, nothing, and, you know, they'll check out their stores and be like, oh, they got one, so it's probably already gone, you know, kind of a thing, so it's, mm-hmm. um, you know, I haven't gotten to the point where I'm going to, like, all 20 game stops and, like, you know, try and track one down that way. It's not quite that important to me, like, if I come across one, I'll definitely pick it up, but... Um but yeah, so digressing, digressing, digressing. Thank you again, Darcy, for the review. Greatly appreciated. Um somebody send me a Pokemon Go Plus. I uh, appreciate that. And um
0: I <laughs> think you snuck that in there.
1: Yeah, and uh, that, that's gonna do it for our show this week. Um so John, um over this next week, do you have anything you want to share with folks?
0: Um you know, um I've been we've been keeping things kind of quiet on uh the v Villains front. So um just a short update. Nick Nick is Nick's got the studio broken into two pieces right now um, because he's he's actually looking for a new place to put it that is a better place to have it than where he has it um, because where he has it right now is um, functional. Um, he's able to get some things done, but it's not where he wants it to be. So um, that is very cryptic, but you know uh, he's going to be moving the studio and in the interim we we've been talking about a lot of stuff lately in lieu of some of the, the recent departures and we're thinking about we're thinking about building a lot of new stuff. I know that we've been talking a lot about guitar guitar tones what we're going to be doing um, you know Nick's invested in some new stuff to engineer guitars a little bit better for the recording because we just don't want to I don't want to use the same guitar tones that I used on that record uh, the last couple of records, I've been trying to play with some ideas. I want new pickups, new hardware. So we started tracking some of it and we're not going to scrap it at all. You know, we're not going to just throw the work out, but I want to change the dynamic of it. I'm not, I'm personally not happy with what I'm tracking. Not, not the performance. Just, I want to do something different with my audio. Um, I'm bored with what I have is we'll say that. So um, that's, that's a little bit of a change. Um, so Nick, Nick assured me, and everybody else that him owning a PlayStation VR is not going to delay the release of Murder in the Art any further than it already has been. There's nothing stopping him from working on it. He's still working on it. Um, and thank you, Darcy. I am trying to go for quality. That's what it is. My brother, my brother. You know, some of it too is is like uh, it's hard to explain this if you're not a musician. But um, playing on music equipment is not any different than um, than working in any other you know artistic or creative medium. So like you have your tools. To create something with and if you play with those tools for long enough you will eventually like outgrow them you know it's like when you're a kid i played with these toys and like i've outgrown these toys and i i want something more than these children's toys now so as you get better as a musician you will want better equipment you will want equipment that challenges your ability to create not just um not just rest on your laurels or at least I think a, a good creative person will want, not want to rest on their laurels with their hardware and their software and you know, whatever it is they're using. So I am wanting to go for quality. That's really what it is. I have a really great rig, a professional rig, but it's, it's got a little age on it. And you know, the thing is, is that like any other piece of hardware in the world, guitar equipment is no different than anything else. If you sit on it for long enough, it will have a specific tone and feel and, 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 still be of use but if you want something modern of modern quality then you have to get modern hardware and i'm kind of looking to upgrade my whole fucking rig. um not to mention a slew of changes that may be coming for the show um moving forward so we'll we'll talk about all that as it unfolds that's way off in the future um but yeah yeah so that that's it you're starting a new job i'm i'm still on the i don't know if i ever talked about this on the show or not i can't remember because i've got tapioca pudding brain but um (laughs) i i'm I know I talked about that I'm still in class, but I'm I'm on the debate team. A lot of people don't know that shit because it's super fucking nerdy, and I don't really talk about it. But I'm actually on the competitive speech and debate team um, at the school that I go to, and uh, I'm I'm working on a bunch of shit for that because I'm a I'm a varsity member of the team, and they want me to help the new people coming in and shit. So that that's everything I got going on, man. I'm just fucking I'm just I'm floating down the river of life, uh, hopefully not. Uh, over the edge of a raging waterfall <laughs> to my doom, we'll see. Well,
1: um, uh, paddle on, John, paddle on, and um, I will. So, uh, so yeah, um, ponies, I mean, the ponies insider is pretty much my world right now. Um, I, I. I what else is there to say right so yeah that's uh, that's gonna be it for me um the uh, next week's show will be um, will be interesting and um, too just because you know of seeing where everything's at um, goat's not here so we we can't really check with him in terms of the likelihood of him being on the show next week so as always uh, keep attention to our feeds and um, you know we'll uh, we'll update things as we go um, as soon as we have ideas of when the show recording will be next week if it's not our norm- if it's not our normal time of eight p.m central Sunday. Um, um, well, here I can I can check one thing here. Let's see, uh, <laughs> uh, where where go to be next week? So next Sunday is the twenty third, and he will be in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, and so he will be behind us in time. So I think that'd be nine PM for him there. Um, so it just depends on um you know I, th- I think i don't know if that actually yeah see i i actually have no idea of the like of being able to be here because i have no idea what their what their set time is so yeah, that doesn't yeah. really tell me anything so anyways so we'll find out and we'll we'll update you guys and um so yeah so um uh, as for next week's show um you know we'll uh, we'll just just keep an eye on the feeds uh, it may be the vr thing if we're able to get some good time mm-hmm. in with the psvr uh, we'll we'll come back to that. Um, if the Nintendo NX doesn't get fully announced, like we're kind of hoping slash expecting it to, then uh, we'll probably just divert to that, because that'll probably be a big deal. Um, so, it may just be asking for your feedback on that. Just keep an eye on the on social media, and we'll let you know what our mailbag and uh, topic and uh, feature will be for next week. Um, and then the week after that, of course, I will be in... if you're a pony nerd, Marowockee. Ha ha. But... Uh, and um, yes, hopefully, hopefully uh, acquiring some sort of short interview with Mr. Don Delancey to include on the show here. Um, but yeah, so uh, that, that's sort of all our little mini programming notes and uh, everything in our future. That being said, I hope you've enjoyed this little um, express show version of GamerHead Radio. If you'd like what you heard, you can find us at GamerHeadRadio.com at Facebook.com backslash GamerHeadRadio at Google.com backslash plus radio, and on Twitter. Uh, at gamerhead radio where I am at tek Charlie John is at the Fallon Flynn and goat is at sir goatsworth um, you can email us at editors at gamerheadradio.com or call us and leave us a voicemail at 94926 gamer um, you can download the official gamerhead radio app on Android devices from the Google Play Store or you can subscribe on iTunes stitcher radio uh, YouTube twitch or with your podcast downloader of choice thank you very much for watching listening subscribing please do subscribe and um, like and upvote and review us and stuff like that that stuff really does help us and um, exposes our show makes it easier for other people to find us has been episode uh what 189 Nine. of gamer yeah
0: Radio. god damn
1: okay Ready? at least the volume okay? I didn't blow out the mic or anything? No it's
0: fine totally fine it, it sounds It sounds distanced you're using the room reverb well alright? Okay. Okay. All aboard the gamerhead Radio Express train to dip Fucking killed me dead Charlie <laughs> That's it, I quit the fucking show, Charlie, I quit. This <laughs> is so fucking good, dude. <laughs> Express train to dickville, what's wrong with you? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh oh, fuck. oh, what have I done? Oh god! Uh, oh, oh, god! <laughs> so good, too good.
1: <laughs> so happy that's recorded.
0: Holy
1: shit! <laughs> I'm nowhere <laughs> near drunk enough for this. Which uh, is <laughs> to say, I've had energy beer,
0: drinks. Oh my god!
1: I would just say I'm not drunk at all, but Darcy
0: know. just asked any all big right. plan for episode 200. We were just talking about that. We'll see. We haven't talked about it yet, but we need to talk about that. Yeah.